0: Hey everybody, welcome to the 17th ever episode of the Mike O'Reilly Show, Newsman reporting and getting the facts. Today's episode is sponsored by Tobacco.com. If you're stressed out way more than you'd like, if not enough ideas come into your brain during the workday, and if you feel like you just need a series of seven minute breaks throughout the day talking about random things with other people doing the exact same thing, then you will melt like a slice of butter cut from the red hot cut cone knife called tobacco.com. Get the benefits of tobacco smoking every single week. Choose from a wide range of the only options we have cigarettes with menthol. Men's cigarettes without pipes that make you look 29% smarter, E cigarettes for millennials and newbies, and chewing tobacco for the classic sporting gentleman. Sign up today and get a free Cuban cigar imported illegally from a good friend of our organization, Patrick Suez Canal. Get started today for $1,200 off the yearly price by using the coupon code SMOKE MIKE for only $49.99 a month. Cancel anytime after your first year is fully paid. Go to tobacco.com and use the coupon code SMOKE MIKE for $1,200 off right now Now, tobacco.com. Smoke deeply, breathe freely, live better. And now we come to the thrilling final episode of our radio drama. (laughs) All right, and we're live. Welcome, everybody, to the Mike O'Reilly Show. We are ready to get started with one of the world's leading sleep. experts. His name goes by Alan Evans. Alan Evans, welcome to the Mike O'Reilly Show.
1: Hey, Mike. Glad to be here. Hope you're doing well.
0: I'm doing phenomenal. Tell me about what the hell you do in the world.
1: Sure. Uh, Well, I'm Alan Evans, uh, and uh, I am a a sleep researcher, a sleep expert, and I advise people on sleep optimization. And some have even called me the sleep hacker-in-chief. I hack sleep. It's
0: very cute. Now, word has it that you've worked with um, a number of different corporate organizations like Walmart, uh, Sam's Club. You help executives do stuff that has to do with sleep. Tell us a little bit about your methodology and specifically the winking technique that we've heard so much about.
1: Sure, yeah. The, the Evans method, uh, which is uh, patent-pending, Uh, method for optimizing sleep and getting the most uh, healthful and deeply restful sleep in the maximum amount of time uh, is, it's really revolutionary. It's changed the lives of uh, important executives you'd know the name of, uh, if I were at liberty to share it, uh, and corporations who've agreed to publicly state that I've worked with them, like, like, The sam's club organization which is a subsidiary of walmart indeed so you point those out correctly the winking method has to do uh with what i like to call micro pulse uh sleep innovation okay so it's so whereas in a traditional sleep scenario you're sleeping for long periods of time the wink method allows you to to distribute your sleep In packets discreetly put throughout the day every time you're winking and so that way you're actually getting your full eight hours of sleep but you're getting it over the course of 24 hours in short micro bursts
0: so your whole idea and methodology is eliminating the sleep cycle at night to sort of sleep in shorter bursts throughout the day
1: right exactly yeah if you can harness your sleep cycle to happen you know, in sort of an on-off binary situation and, and sort of constantly be pulsing, then you'll not only have the benefits of being well-rested at every moment, but you'll also be able to tap into higher realms of your creative states and you'll be able to uh, be more effective in uh, connecting disparate ideas and things together Uh, Just like we do when we're in a dream state, you'll basically have a dream life.
0: Well, I'll tell you that sort of listening to you speak about that as a solution makes me feel like the third time I had vanilla ice cream with whipped cream on top, chocolate sprinkles, and a cherry, because the last thing I want to do is sleep. I've been avoiding it for years. Now, word has it that you've not only been working with executives, you've also been working with animals. Um, yeah, exotic animals right. and children. Tell us about your work specifically yeah. pairing the two and how that works.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right. Exotic animals and children both share an interesting trait in their sleep patterns, and this is actually what where I where I developed uh, the Evans method. Uh, so w- what you do is you take a toddler, right? And you got to make sure that they're potty trained because the exotic exotic animals are going to react to any kind of, uh, you know, excrement or any sort of uh, uh, fluids or anything like that. So you're going to want, you know, sort of an advanced toddler, you know, not one that's lagging behind. And uh, and then you're going to want an an exotic animal that is from an entirely different... area of the world preferably by latitude you want as wide a latitude difference as you can that's why we try to use uh eskimo or icelandic children for this and and what you do is you put them in a sleep study together you get them all wired up and you tell them to sleep like it's normal and we did this with uh with icelandic toddlers and uh and with um what are they called you know the the dragons the kimono dragons with their, um, you know, they got the poison spit. So you got those guys, and you put them in a sleep study, and what you notice is they're much more rapidly dropping into these deeper sleep uh, cycles, to the delta waves and uh, and and activating the deepest forms of sleep. And so this is the exact kind of thing that, uh, let's say, elite, Athletes are trying to replicate when they put themselves into barometric chambers, or uh, you know when you've got uh, uh, talk show hosts who are using amphetamines so that they look uh, enlivened, right That's the other side of the coin. Uh, and so what we were able to do was to derive from this a methodology for constantly keeping the child or the exotic animal awake with small electrical shocks. And we found actually no degradation at all in the quality of their sleep.
0: That is really, really fascinating. You know what's also fascinating is as you were speaking, I heard some children in the background at one point screaming, do you have a lab? In, in, is, is, are you working with children live right now?
1: Well, I, I I move around from facility to facility within the Evans organization. I, uh, I have you know all sorts of places. Today, yes, I am on a field visit to one of our um, to one of our facilities. This is one in Greenland, actually, in Northern Greenland,
0: and and it's tell- very
1: very chilly, very cold here.
0: I can imagine. And tell us a little bit about one of the sadder situations that happened with an elephant back in mm. 94 which spawned your whole journey. Tell us about that nightmare.
1: Yeah. Well, that was yeah, 94 was uh this was the first summer we were exploring whether there was a connection between middle-aged people's sleep cycles and endangered species sleep cycles. And so that's why we were we were in Africa. And we had some giraffes involved, mm-hmm. and then we were also working with some elephants, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and the real problem is when elephants are sleeping, uh, they actually are psych- psychometrically connected to each other, actually mm-hmm. every elephant on Earth. And so we found that uh, our experiments were having uh, a deleterious effect on the worldwide elephant population. Uh, so we had to we had to shut that down, and unfortunately, our subject uh, noodles uh, really did not do well. Noodles, well, his skin turned uh, uh, sort of like a, a dark charcoal, and uh, and then his uh, snout, uh, his uh, trunk got all stiff, and then he fell right over. So I, you know, I knew right then and there that sleep and the collective unconscious and the digital revolution would all come together. I didn't know how. I wasn't I wasn't grasping how I would weave these threads together, but I knew in that moment that if you could damage the entire world population of uh, elephants and, and kill one of them outright just by disrupting their sleep waves, then you could also pull that lever in the other direction. And, uh, you know, elephants are elephants, uh, people, uh, sperm whales... Uh, and some uh, some other uh, you know higher order apes are uh, at that level of uh, consciousness where there's that kind of like a web psychic connection, which we have papers to back that up as well.
0: Mm-hmm. This is super super interesting. Now I have a personal question for you um, because I'm also a researcher. I'm a reporter. I break mm-hmm. the news or report the facts. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't use a lot of tools. Um, I mostly have a pen and paper, and I interview people. And I check Twitter. What are the tools okay. and technology that you use? Is it just a pen and paper uh, and
1: Twitter? No, uh, no. Uh, we we do write things down, if that's, if that's what you're asking. But uh, no, we don't really... Use Twitter in our in our work. uh, Although we have we have a sister project uh, about uh, sleep and social media, and they are heavily active on Twitter. Uh, So, but that's I don't I don't work directly on that. That's part of the Evans Annex. Uh, project which I'm not actually directly affiliated with uh, due to uh, the injunction by the court but I'm but what I'm focusing on is, uh, is raw data collection of people's sleep cycles and uh, behavioral research into how we can stimulate uh, like a, a, a psycho metric connection between their sweet, sleeping and waking cycles okay so the tools I use for that, uh, are off-the-shelf uh, tasers you know you can get those at any Walmart uh, and uh, you also want to use uh, sleep uh, meters we have uh, several meters and uh, metrics that were uh, that were marking down so those those sort of looks like a lie detector and you put a bunch of electrodes yeah they're, they're revving up the electrodes in the back right now you put all these electrodes on your subject and then uh, you you plug in the machine and then you turn it on and it makes a squiggly line for all the different electrodes. And when you apply the taser uh, – also, by the way, I recommend getting some Vaseline. That usually helps as well. So you get some Vaseline you put it in with put the taser. Uh, that will then stimulate the different lines as they're being drawn out by the psychometric uh, graphical uh, meter machines I'm using – uh, and then what we do is we, we crunch the numbers. Uh, I have a team, and I get my team in there, and I say, team, these are the numbers. Go get to crunching. And they crunch them, mm. and then they come back with me, and they say, this is what this did. This is what that did. You know, When the person was asleep this long, you, know, you tased them for this long, and then they woke up, and they shouted. Uh, and so I take that information... And then I get to my, so that's my, that's my data collection team. And then I've got another team that's my data interpretation team. And I sit down with my data interpretation team and I take them through the entire experiment over again. And I tell them about everything we did and everything that the numbers we came up with and what the crunchers crunched. And then I tell them, now you guys, we got to find the insights. You got to give me the data. Uh, and so, uh, what they do—I'm not exactly sure what they do because they sort of work in a room, this like closed room, doesn't have any windows, and I don't go in the, in there at all, so I don't know. And they also don't let their computers connect to my computers, but that's all part of the the process. And then when they come out at the end, they 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 have uh, engineering specs that I bring to my production team. Okay, so then I work with my production team. And we have uh, a whole bunch of guys in the Philippines. we get on skype uh you know, and uh I you know we, we we talk it through, and then we have uh we have a few factories that we have contracts with that are in mainland China, and then what they do is they produce for us two things: hardware that uh the subjects have to wear to live the Evans method, and then some, they, they are able to synthesize different chemical elements that are a part of the regimen that we include as well. And the combination of those, built on the interpretation of the numbers that were crunched, uh, yield uh, this uh, sort of the soylent of sleep, uh, if you will, uh, methodology that you can do and integrate with any of your smart devices... Uh, so that your sleep can, uh, sort of be effectively merged with your waking state and you can achieve 100% productivity.
0: Well, that sounds like a recipe for success using a little bit of danger and technology. What's something like that cost? What's a service like that cost? Let's say I'm getting around with some of my friends, you know, whether it's Eric Bristow, John Lowe, Jockey Wilson, whoever it is, how much is
1: that going to cost? Uh, well, for you, how many people did you want to treat it there? I think you said you and J- Jackie,
0: me, Eric, John, sorry, you, Eric, John and Jockey. John, yeah. And John. Mike, Eric, John and Jockey. Mike, how much is it going to cost
1: us? John and Jockey. So for four adult male, I, I assume those are all male names. Yes. Yeah. So four adult men. And I, and, the, and the, so the thing is, the pricing really depends. There's a very personalized treatment. Sleep is a very personalized thing. So I wouldn't be able to quote you a price outright. Um, but what I'd have to say is for the four of you, I would recommend first a discovery session where we do some analysis on your existing sleep cycle. You'd uh, you'd, you'd begin wearing the device immediately. So there would be a charge for the device. Uh, and that's $499. Okay. And then the sleep study that you have to do uh, out of the gate, that's $2,500. Okay. So it's, you know, you're talking about $3,000 to get started for each of you. Uh, And then you, so what you do is you, you do the sleep study with us and you wear the device for a month. And then you also meet with our doctor and get some blood tests. Uh, You have to disclose to us any medications that you're taking. You have to sign a non-disclosure agreement. Uh, We do a little bit of a background check. Uh, and, uh, and then also there's some other paperwork and, uh, and and financial arrangements that we need to make. Um, so then after all of those things are set and those fees are paid, which I don't know the number of the fees, it would really depend on the kind of financial arrangement we work out. Some people do something with like a life insurance thing, which helps defray the costs, if that makes sense. Um, so it really, I can't give you a quote there, but it's anywhere from 150 to $7,000. Uh, so after you've paid that, then you can begin, and you've done the study, we have done the blood tests, we've been monitoring your sleep for a month, and we did the initial sleep study. Then we can put you on your personalized chemical treatment. And this is going to be a combination of synthetic cannabinoids, uh, and amphetamine replicants, uh, and simulates, and all. Uh, there's about three or four different uh, varieties of ginseng, MSN, uh, uh, LDL, uh, BXV, and 425 metabolic uh, regulators and amino acids. So that cocktail, and it's a, the, the thing varies based on your blood tests and your sleep behavior, will give you the optimal uh, sleep-wake performance, and then you also switch your monitoring device into active mode, and that gives you the um, the physical stimulus you need in order to uh, stay on that balance beam between awake and sleep.
0: Son of a bitch. That is quite a scientific discussion. Whole lot of money, whole lot of science, whole lot of danger, and a whole lot of cocktails. Is that why people you know, I, call you, the Alan, the bartender,
1: Evans? Uh, <laughs> you do your research. Uh, so uh, no, I, that's Alan the Bartel, bartender Evans comes from uh, my stint in grad school <laughs> at Cornell, um, and you know, in the we had this little science fraternity, and I was doing these sleep studies, and I, you know, I would be, I, I had, the, I was the, I would get access to all of these sleep drugs, right? So, me and the guys in the fraternity, when we would throw a party i I would be the bartender and all the all the pretty girls i 'd give them a drink with some of the with some of the stuff in it, right and then you know but I mean, that was a long time ago. Things are really different now uh so i you know it's interesting that came up i you know I thought that we had done some work to sort of get that out of the record there, but that's you know. <laughs> Speaking of records, O'Reilly gets me on, gets me again, gets me again.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm a I'm a researcher and a reporter, and that was on the Twitter feed. Now I'll tell you something else that I discovered on Twitter, which is you know I I understand you have a lot of scientific devices and cocktails and conjectures and synthetics. I just go to Twitter. Gives me everything I need. Um, It's the most professional tool I've ever discovered. Now on Twitter, when I I yeah.
1: Do you have a question? You want you want to ask me questions? Is that? Uh, well, I, you know, I don't know. I thought that we were having a conversation, and I just wanted to say you mentioned a couple times now already, and you've implied heavily that there's some sort of danger involved in, in the Evans method, uh, and I, I just don't want to – I, I would, it would be neglecting my professional obligation to inform you that, in fact, it is not a dangerous method at all. So uh, it's dangerous for elephants, and that wasn't the—that's not the Evans method. That's what spurred me to develop the Evans method, a safe, reliable process and chemical treatment that that will wed your waking and sleeping state and allow you to be more productive than any other human on earth. I'm talking about the most productive people are a part of our program. Again, I can't disclose their names, but you would know them if I said them.
0: Now I, I'm not I'm not debating anything. All I'm saying is that once I hear that elephants are falling over, it, you know, red flag. That's it. It's just a red flag.
1: Well, it's just fake news if you think that's the same thing as uh, as the Evans method, because the Evans method has not injured or killed a single elephant.
0: Okay, so that was prior to the Evans method. That was the what was that then? What 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 turned the elephant over?
1: Well, it had, it had to do with the, the kind of, uh, so we were in Africa, and this was not, this was a study, it wasn't really, um, we weren't developing a method, this was when I was in graduate school, and I was doing a year of field research in Africa, like I said, we were exploring the connection between middle-aged people's sleep cycles and, uh, and, the, and, and endangered species, you know, we thought there could be some connection there. Uh, so there wasn't any sort of method being developed. In fact, the lack of a method I would argue would be one of the things that led directly to the death of, of Noodles: the Elephant. Mm. Mm. Noodles I'll tell you what else I discovered
0: on the Twitter verse. I reached out to my followers, as I'm sure you know, were the largest national news organization internationally on the Internet. And I told my peeps, um, I actually have a sub-sub subgroup. Sub of my followers, we have like seventeen different Twitter accounts, and I said, uh, okay. "We've got Alan Evans coming on, the sleep guru, the bartender, and I, one I, guy." I
1: I'd rather I'd rather you not propagate that bartender nickname. I think that that's I'm not sure exactly how you found out about that, but that's not uh, I, that's really not uh, representative of the Evans Method or the Evans Organization or me, Alan Evans. Moving
0: forward, I will not reference The Bartender anymore.
1: Thank thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. As you know, because you- of these, you know, kind of the, these days, you mentioned you're on Twitter, and I don't go near that stuff, but, you know, it could be, I, I understand from what I've read that that's a, uh, instrumental in this Me Too thing, and, I, you know, this could really get read the wrong way, and I'm not interested in getting involved in a bunch of, well- you know... Yeah, a bunch this, of controversy. At the
0: same time, you can you can
1: be someone. You know, you could if you want to be the
0: president of the United States, the secretary of state, you go to Twitter. That that's how this whole thing happens. That's that's yeah. how I became the biggest reporter in news. So, I was reaching out to my family of followers and I said, "Hey guys, we've got Alan Evans coming on." And they said, "Wait, is that the Welsh professional darts player, the former world number one from the 70s and 80s, who died in 1999? And I said, I don't think so. But then I did some of my research, and there's an Alan Evans, who is one of the greatest Welsh darts players ever. Is that you?
1: (laughs) That's not, no. I'm sorry, Mike, that's not me. I'm a... I'm a I'm a sleep researcher. I am from Tuscaloosa. I am not from where? What was going from England? What are you saying? I no. I'm none of those people. I Welsh. No. I don't play darts. I don't use Twitter, and I don't play darts. I help people optimize their sleep.
0: But you guys have the same exact name. Can you help me with that? Because there's no one else in the world named Michael O'Reilly, For example.
1: I'm, I'm certain that's not the case. I'm, I'm not in front of a machine right now, so I'm not able to look this up. But I'm, I'm certain that's not the case. There must be more people than you named Michael O'Reilly.
0: How on earth is that possible?
1: I, it is not well. only possible, it is highly likely. Based, the name, on, what is the most Based name. on what research? Based on what research? The name Michael is the most common in English language name. The last name O'Reilly is one of the most common Irish names. Any Irish English speaker could be named Mike O'Reilly. I'm sure it's like 20 percent of the population. You must be kidding. I'm sorry. I'm, I, I'm sorry. I got a little agitated there. I but it sounds it, well. it, so- <laughs> it sounds like
0: conjecture. How on earth can you say all that as a factual basis, you know with all your research? Research tools, etc. You just made all that up. You've never done the I, research.
1: I, I haven't dispec- No, I haven't yet specifically researched Mike O'Reilly's name and the prominence of that name. But I am. You're coming to it, a I conclusion. Guarantee it. And yet you're coming to a conclusion. I, I thought you were a scientist. I'm confident. I'm, I'm, making an estimation, an educated guess based on my knowledge of the prevalence of your name. and <laughs> it must possibly be that there's more than one person named Mike O'Reilly. That's what I'm basing it on. And you're right, it's not researched. That's true. But all it would take would be a Google search. You must know that. And when you saw, Mike, I'm sorry, when you saw that Alan Evans, the Welsh dart champion, was deceased, didn't you think for a moment that I couldn't possibly be the same man? Fake news. I think this is actually a really wonderful thing, too, that we can get back to my projects, the Evan Me- Evans Method and the Evans Organization. We, we, we also, in addition to optimizing sleep, we optimize uh, uh, mental uh, abilities and uh, clarity. And I think that there's clearly, I could help you. you know, We could help you at the Evans Organization like, get clearer on this sort of thing. When you see something that doesn't make sense, you could question it instead of just reporting it. Like it's real, but that's... do would you want some, do you want do you want some help? Because we could give you some help. You could start taking our chemicals. You could optimize your sleep. You would be running at warp speed, baby. It would really, really improve things here at the at your at your show. Uh, that, I really think <laughs> that it would help.
0: Excuse me. Um, that's just some some inflammation in the lungs. God forbid. Um, I'm not a religious person, but I did grow up in the Irish church. Um, listen, reach out to my, to my, uh, third assistant, um, who might actually, the first name is Alan. Uh, you want to research that now back to the main question. Oh, in a few minutes, we're going to get into the lightning round. Um, as I'm sure you've heard about that. Tell us a little bit about the red dragon conference that you've been organizing.
1: Well, Red Dragon is our uh, our our Pacific uh, wing of the Evans Organization's annual uh, gathering for sleep, deep sleep researchers and uh, sleep hacking technology. Uh, and so we we get together in uh, we get together in Shanghai. And it's, a, the, red, the Red Dragon experience uh, is something that uh, if, you're, if you're not, a, you know, if you're not, this isn't actually open, unfortunately, to Chinese citizens in, in Shanghai. It's only uh, foreigners who can go. Uh, but we get you a v, we streamline the visa process for you. It's no problem at all. You come in, we've got this secure location. And then we give you the Red Dragon experience, which helps stimulate a weekend-long uh, psychedelic-fueled, free-form conversation about sleep research and where sleep research is going. Uh, it's kind of like a like a be-in from like the 1960s, but in communist China and for the purposes of advancing sleep hacking. Mm. How much does the
0: ticket cost? And are seats still available? Uh,
1: yeah, seats are still available and uh and I, my staff said I should come with uh, incentives for this uh cuz you've got apparently a big audience and they, uh like they like to get discounts I'm told which seems a little strange to me but uh we agreed to put together a special discount just for your listeners Mike. Uh so if they if you go to evansorganization.org, and you uh tab over to uh, where it says Red Dragon, and that'll link to our Mirror site on the Chinese servers, and then you just have to enter some personal information, and it will tell you how, what, the, uh, what the cost is going to be in R&D. And so what then you'll need to do is when you arrive in China, you're going to need to bring enough cash to convert to R&D and then be able to bring that to us there. All right. Uh, it's in the neighborhood, and so when you go, when you go there and you enter the code Dragon Mike, I think that's what they said. Dragon Mike, M I K E, like Mike O'Reilly. Dragon Mike. If you use the code Dragon Mike, then uh, they they waive the uh, currency conversion fee for you. So I think that that's you know I don't know four percent or something. It's it's pretty nice. Sweet
0: deal, listeners. Go to that link. It's an important conference to go to, so you can be not ninety nine point nine, but one hundred percent productive. Uh, Alan Evans, are you ready for the lightning round?
1: Yeah, that sounds... Yeah, I'm ready. It's like an emergency. I'm ready.
0: Fantastic. What is the worst night of sleep you've ever had?
1: Uh, oh, it was definitely last year's Red Dragon Conference. I mean, we were on really, really heavy psychedelics. Uh, we were, like, you know, on maybe three, four hits of acid each, and then every we were doing DMT on top of that, uh, and, like good luck sleeping on that stuff. I didn't sleep for like a week. Hmm.
0: Of the seven most popular dart games, whether it's the cricket, the one one games around the world, legs killer, have it or Shanghai. What is your favorite dart game as a dart enthusiast?
1: I don't, I'm not a dart enthusiast, uh, but I to the one where you try to hit it in the middle. I don't know which one that is. What was your favorite games. memory
0: playing Shuffleboard?
1: I don't play Shuffleboard. I'm not that Alan Evans. This isn't who I am. I, this is the really... Couldn't you come up with some, other, some like alternative questions that aren't based around the biography of this guy who died in the 90s?
0: What is the worst case study you had of trying to, quote-unquote, help people uh, improve their
1: sleep and, quote-unquote, productivity? Well, uh, I really can't. You know, like I said, I'm not supposed to share stuff, but uh, we were we were working with Britney Spears in 2009, so all of that, all of that stuff, the head shaving, I think that was probably us. I don't know, but that was probably the roughest case. Air hockey or skee ball? I. I like skee ball. Actually, they had that at the fair. When I the sum, in summers, I would go to Wisconsin in the summers when I was a kid, and they had this fair and they had skee ball. There. That was all right. That was fun. Get tickets, you know, get a big teddy bear uh-huh. with the tickets. If you
0: were a currency, good. what currency would you be?
1: Hmm. Uh, ooh, that's a good question. Um, I think right now is probably a good time to invest in the Brazilian Real. Yeah, I'd be a Brazilian Real.
0: If you could be a government officer, what position would you be?
1: Uh, Minister of Sleep.
0: Your favorite cocktail to take when... You haven't slept for a few days.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, I, actually, what I've been doing is I've been on a weekly regimen of uh, uh, DRV uh, injections. DRV is uh, is a neuro inhibitor, And what you do is you just mainline that thing, and you got to do the push real slow, you know, or else you're just going to scream in pain. I mean, it's really bad. So you do a little push, and you get all sweaty, and then you do a little more push. Uh, so I've been doing that on a weekly basis, which is which has been helping and kind of gives you a substrate. But uh, you know, if if that's not working and I gotta kind of do an emergency intervention, uh, I d- do a, a heavy barbiturate uh, kind of melted down with just a touch of, of heroin, and I mean classic heroin, not this fentanyl stuff because that stuff is really dangerous. But good old fashioned China white heroin. Uh, and, uh, like some Tylenol PM, a little chamomile tea that does the trick.
0: If you could meet anyone in, throughout human history, who would it be
1: and why? Hmm. I think it would be, uh, Moses Adalia. He was the first diagnosed narcoleptic. Uh, and, he, yeah, he died in, like, 1789, I think, during the French Revolution, unfortunately. But uh, had, the, had that not been cut short and had the aristocracy been allowed to continue the patronage of him, uh, we could have had a much earlier full record of uh, the narcoleptic's life cycle and sleep cycles. Uh, and, you know, that would really help me in my work in helping kind of everyone become a functioning narcoleptic
0: your favorite equipment to use in a dart game do you use lasers or you're a natural
1: uh yeah the times i've played darts i've used my hand and i've thrown the dart so that's all about all i know about darts like use
0: a dart sound or without sound
1: Do darts have sound settings? I don't know. Yeah, the electric Uh, ones. uh, Electric darts? Yeah. Mike, I'm a sleep researcher. I don't know about darts.
0: It's an interviewing strategy I picked up from my good friend Andy Cooper, but we're going to get into that. Another time. Alan Evans, where can people find out more about you, your book, your work, your conferences, your products, your services, your deliveries, your cocktails, your friends? Tell us mm-hmm. how on yeah, Earth can I they just... find out more than they already do?
1: EvansOrganization.org. Go over there. You can find more more about me. You can sign up for our newsletter. Uh, my staff tells me you can uh, initiate the processes of uh, becoming a client there as well. Uh, so g- go ahead, go to that website, uh, and we'll get you started. And don't forget, uh, you can get the currency conversion fees knocked off of your uh, arrival, uh, uh, you know, payment. For the for this year's Dragon Festival, by using the code Dragon Mike. So Mike, this has really been a great experience, you know. Except for not knowing who I was, but that you know, this has really been great. And uh, I, I get in touch with us. I think we could really help help get you sharp a little bit sharper, you know. Really bring this thing to the next level. Get in touch with us.
0: I appreciate that so much, Alan Evans. Alan, it has been a pleasure getting to know you. Wishing you the best of luck tonight every night, every day, and every afternoon.
1: Sounds good, Mike, sleep well.
0: Happy February 2019, everybody. Listen, a lot of people have been asking us, how can we better support the Michael Raleigh industry and organization, and the best way is by leaving a positive comment in the comment section wherever the hell you're listening to this. But I wanted to finish with this. Uh, we've been getting a massive amount of comments after we first released the Alan's, a- Alan Evans episode. And it is true that he is one of the greatest Welsh dart uh, players ever to play the game. You can learn more about him. Just go to uh, www.dartsdatabase.co.uk forward slash player details dot ASPX question mark. Player key, that's K with capitals, equals 1784, and you will learn everything there is to know about Alan Evans' career, and his legacy, and his victories, and even the prize that he won in 1981 at the British Professional Championships for 1500 pounds. So if you've ever been thinking to yourself, hey, I really need to make more money, how can I add, you know, 1,500 extra pounds a month to my company, to my business, become a dart player. You can go more, learn more all about it, go to dartsdatapace.co.uk. This and more on the next Mike O'Reilly show that is not specifically with Alan Evans, but with you, whoever the hell you will be, the next guest. Leave a comment, five star this juice, wherever you find it, and I will see you
1: Listening to the news, reporting the facts
0: on the next Michael O'Reilly Show.